Welcome to It's Blossoming Season podcast and I am your host, Dana Taylor, where you'll learn all things healing, mindset and personal development, real life stories from everyday people, exercises to help you along your journey to be a more confident, positive, whole, beautiful human being that you already are. Well, we are just going to give you some more hints, tips, and fun and laughter along the way. So buckle up and enjoy every single episode. Lots of love. Mwah! Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's Blossoming Season. What is the reason? Well, the reason today will be the wonderful mindfulness coach, Leah Marie, who is specializing in women who have gone through divorce, healing them and getting them back out into the world of dating. Now, that's very exciting uh, for me and I'm sure for a lot of you are going to want to know all about the the real mindfulness and the healing behind that and doing that whole transition. So welcome to the show Leah. How are you today? Hi Dana, thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm great. It's a it's a great Sunday morning. I'm happy to spend it with you. Ah oh, that's lovely. It's uh what Sunday? It's Sunday afternoon now where I am. So going into the <laughs> evening and- Okay. <laughs> so I'm enjoying my evening with you. It's a nice wind down before I start cooking some dinner. Uh, yeah. yeah. What What I really wanted to find out is what really got you into the whole mindfulness uh, journey and um, really helping women who've gone through divorce. Well, mindfulness played a big role in my life uh, personally. Um, you know, I have I've experienced kind of a lot of um, tumultuous, quite a tumultuous journey, I guess, uh, to say in my life. When I was 16, I witnessed my, my mother have an asthma attack in our home and, and die in front of me, which, as you can imagine, was very traumatic as a, as a teenager, as, as anybody. Um, and within about five years later, my father was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and then he passed away about six months after that. So about 21 years old, it was really just me alone in the world, you know, trying to figure it all out. I don't have any siblings. And so it's been quite the journey of um, just my own personal evolution, figuring out who, who I am in this, in this world and, and how to navigate through it, you know, as, as, as a woman, as somebody who, um, you know, at the time was very, uh, you know, insecure and so lost and really had no idea what I wanted or who I was and um, you know it really wasn't until a few years ago that I kind of you know stumbled across the the concept of mindfulness I had heard the term you know thrown around but I didn't really know what it was but once I started doing my own research um, it just resonated with me immediately and I and I just really became obsessed with it and I started just consuming as much information as I, as I could you know through podcasts or articles or books or, you know, YouTube. And once I really started to apply what I was learning, um, it just brought me such a, a, an inner peace. You know, it really, you know, really mindfulness just means being able to um, acknowledge and accept your thoughts and feelings, you know, as temporary and without judgment. And a lot of times people 
kind of live on autopilot. You know, they they go 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 and do do do, and they they aren't they don't really. And as you know, I'm L- sure to you know tune in tune inward right to themselves. Leah, I don't know what's and, going on. I feel like there's sorry to cut you because it's so good. There's some sort yeah. of feedback coming on. Hmm. I can't hear it on my end. I'm I'm hearing feedback. I'm, I wonder if it's speak again. Sorry. Is that any better? Is that any yeah, better? Yeah. So, yeah. That's fine. Speak like say like hi Dana. How are you? Hi Dana. How are you? Well, that's fine. Well, what the bloody hell? Why am I getting this weird feedback? I'm gonna have to cut this out and edit it out. Jeez Louise. But <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just like, but I get getting this slight buzz, this feedback, like from you. Maybe it's just my end. It might be my headphone or something, but. Does it sound any better? Yeah, it sounds fine now. What the bloody hell? I don't know. Technology. We're still in Mercury retrograde, so there's still issues with technology. (laughs) Oh, don't even get me started with Mercury retrograde. (laughs) (laughs) I a podcast the other day. It took us 40 minutes just to get online. It was like, we were both like, what this? I was like, we went from Zoom, Anchor, Zencaster, back to Zoom. We were like, oh what? This is... I was like, this is intense, mate. And it's just been a full moon. I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> and that, when does Mercury Retrograde finish? Um, to my, I think the third. The third is the last day. And then there's always that shadow period, too. So we've got, oh. I think, a few days left. You know, right, right in your elections as well. Crikey! I know, I know, right? It's crazy. Damn. See, it's come back again. That weird buzz. I can't. I can't hear it on my end. I don't know. Okay, maybe. Okay, I think we should just carry on and then hope for the best. Okay. (laughs) It's very slight, so maybe it's just my hearing, and I don't know. But I could definitely hear it. Dummy Mercury retrograde. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you were saying, yeah, people go into autopilot and right, yeah, and they they just don't really, um, you know, tune in, you know, go inward and really try to understand themselves and why they think the things they do or feel the way that they do and try to try to understand it. And you know, a lot of times when you don't do that your emotions or your thoughts just take you for a ride. You know, I mean, they're, it's like they're in control of your, you know, the way that you're reacting. But when you can be more mindful, um, it, it puts you back in the driver's seat. It gives you that, that power to really kind of choose, um, you know, how you want to proceed. You know, you, you, you choose your reaction to any given situation. Yes, that's, um, I think that I feel that's so powerful because, um, you know, I was on a, a podcast earlier this week with Anthony Trucks and he he mentioned, I haven't even released his podcast yet, but he mentioned mm-hmm. that something very similar in terms of being able to choose our reactions, you know, um, right. and you know, he said it's all about the ego, like not necessarily everything you need to react to. And he realized he can be getting into some sort of uh, issue online or, you know feeling a little bit disgruntled but does he choose to then message that person back and say yes I won the argument or is it just like yep I've got that email you said what you said 
let it go and just carry on and it's really about choosing how you react and how you channel your energy and I'm such a big believer in that as well that you can be consumed by other people's um, energy and um, that immediate reaction and then it's to find out where that trigger really came from you know why why did you feel the need to become defensive or sad or happy what what was it that ignited that initial emotion in you Right. And it can it can help you pull yourself out of those patterns. You know, so many mm. people are just caught in those, um, you know, behavioral patterns or emotional patterns and they don't realize it. But when you can be more mindful and you're, you can be more aware of, of what's going on and that gives you the power to change it and to break those habits and, and, and break those patterns that you may have had for years and years, you know, since you were a child. Yeah, this is very true. Um it really is about our belief systems and I feel that when people are comfortable enough to um, sit within themselves and truly analyze and I think some people may struggle with analyzing and you know what I've, I've always been interested in understanding a little bit more is people who have uh, things like ADHD and it's not been um, diagnosed or there's like some form of learning difficulties I mean is there any exercises or anything that people can do to kind of initially start that process for themselves um, so they can have a a very easy and simple way of of understanding how to tap into their subconscious mind or into their, their feelings and to be able to express those to others effectively so, yeah, there's a couple of different things. Um, you know, one of the, the easiest ones is what I call it, it's a mindfulness intervention because you could do it, you know, at any time, no matter where you are, um, is just doing a body scan. And really all that is is just bringing your attention to the present moment to your physical self, paying attention to your to your breath you know, starting from your toes and just working your way up the body, you know, looking down at your feet, wiggling your toes. What does that feel like? Bring your attention to to actually what's going on, you know, work your way up to your knees, to your hips, all the way up. And you could spend, you know, five minutes doing that. You could spend 20 minutes doing that. It just brings you into the present moment. It pulls you out of, um, you know, your mind, you know, the the brain is almost like a time machine, right? People are always either thinking about the past or thinking about the future. And it's not often, unless you are intentional about it, that you can just be present in this moment. Um, mm-hmm. I also encourage people to, to try meditation. I think so many people are intimidated by that. Um, but it, it really is, is a wonderful, powerful tool. And it's, it's you know, accessible to everyone you know, children can meditate, anybody can meditate. And there are so many different free guided meditations out there um, that you can use, you know, whether it's on YouTube or just getting an app. I love um, Insight Timer is an app that you can get on your phone and it's free and there's thousands of meditations um, because that helps you train your brain. You know, it helps you kind of train your mind to be more present throughout the day. And the more you do it, the better you get. You know, it's like anything else. Uh, you know, and if you want to go to the gym and work out, you want to increase, you know, your strength. You don't just go lift weights once and and then go. Well, why am I not ripped? You know, you gotta you have to practice. You have to keep doing it. And the more you do it, the stronger you get, the better you get. So doing things like that um, could really help people just be more, uh, you know, conscious of of what's going on inside of themselves uh, mentally and uh, you know physically. 
Yeah. Um, I, I feel that's just so important for people to be able to do that, you know, um, especially as it seems to be the case that everyone's slowly going back into a form of lockdown, and um, whether that's like a month, two months to kind of, you know, suppress this spread of the virus. Mm-hmm. I feel it's so important for people to kind of rephrase what's going on and, you know, the whole feel of lockdown that naturally is playing a role on the way where it's been delivered. The words alone are anchoring a sense of entrapment. And this is another reason why I called it it's blossoming season because I feel that the moment you realise there's growth or a sense of discovery while you're in a state where you are maybe not able to go out and do everything that you would usually do, it's an opportunity to discover different parts of yourself. And meditation is a really good place to start. Uh, there's no doubt about that um also I wanted to touch on with you is the uh the movement that you decided to come with in terms of divorce because I feel like especially for women who are freshly new um out back on the scene I guess trying to date who've gone through a divorce um you know going through that whole healing process especially for some where it's been messy because I guess any form of divorce or separation from a partner is a, a sense of loss to some degree um, mm. and a sense of there might be a slight grieving period I have spoken mm. to people on podcasts which they're, they're cheering they're ready to do like a divorce party you know because <laughs> they're <laughs> yeah. happy they're out of the situation right, at the right. same so time many, yeah so often you know when you tell someone you got divorced their first reaction is oh I'm so sorry when really it you know a lot of times you want it to be oh well congratulations <laughs> <laughs> so um what made you decide to go into specializing with women and divorce then um just really helping them on their journey well, it's just something that's really close to my heart, and it's something that I, I really have a deep understanding of because I had to go through that whole process myself. Um, you know, I, I've been divorced twice, and the reason I was divorced twice is because I never took the time to really do the work for myself so that I understood who I was at, a, you know, at the core and, and really knew my worth. Um, you know, because of the loss of my parents at such a young age, um, I, I developed a really strong fear of being alone, you know, kind of stemmed from abandonment issues. And so I was constantly tying myself up into different relationships because that just made me feel better. That made me feel like I belonged to something. I was a part of something. I really, truly just didn't know how to be alone. But, you know, that pattern, wow. you know, lasted years. I mean, I went from one relationship to the next, to the next, to the next. And it really wasn't until my second divorce when I, you know, said to myself, I have got to do something to stop this pattern. And so mm. I really had to face my fear and just be alone and, and go it alone and just have faith that it would work out and I would be okay. And I really just poured so much of my energy into myself at that time and my personal development mm. and building my self-confidence and understanding, you know, where this this pattern came from and um and and approaching it with compassion you know just being just being accepting of myself and understanding and um Mm. and just helping you know trying to heal those wounds because I I knew I desired to be you know to meet you know the person who really was uh, compatible for me but 
it wasn't possible for me to do that if I didn't take the time to kind of heal those wounds, build my self-confidence, and understand who I was. Because if I didn't know who I am and what I need, I wouldn't know what I'm looking for in another person. Um, and so, and this is kind of why I, you know, kind of made the transition to really narrow down to working with women like that because this happens so often, you know, or people, um, you know, women who are freshly divorced, if they, you know, have gone through a really traumatic divorce, that's very painful. And sometimes they'll want to jump into another relationship right away because mm. it's a great distraction, right, from the pain and, and, yeah. and the trauma. And, um, or they just don't know how, you know, there are people who have been married for so many years that they just don't know how to be alone. Uh, I mean, there's really a lot wow. of reasons, but it, it's so important that, you know, once you, you get divorced and you're making that transition, you've got to take some time to make sure that your head and your heart are in the right place before jumping into another relationship if what you really want is to find true love you know so finding someone who is a match for you on a, an emotional physical and spiritual level you know some people call it soulmates or true love or however you want to you know mm-hmm. coin the phrase but um until you take that time to heal and allow yourself that space to you know build your self-confidence and really understand yourself on a deep level um, it, it's going to be so difficult for you to really find what in your heart you really desire, right? Which is that kind of happily ever after, right? Finding that person that really um, you kind of, you know, made that's made for you. Yeah, I, I agree with that because um, there's a, got to be a deep level of healing that takes place before you re-enter another relationship, you know, that mm-hmm. you can truly honor yourself and honor that person so that you are creating something that's going to be conducive to both of your growth in all parts of who you are as 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 beings essentially um mm-hmm. I mean I myself have gone through like different relationships and know what it's like to be the person that was just like oh well you know what I'm just going to go and put myself back out there mm-hmm. and see what what happens and I realized that it just wasn't a healthy thing for me to do because at the end of the day, I was carrying spiritual, what I call the spiritual umbilical cord, was still connected to an ex-partner or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. So mm-hmm. I still felt that level of attachment and this person was just there to soothe the pain, you right. know. And I realised that I needed to understand how to self-soothe um, and how to, you know, heal parts of me and also to learn how to, take the positives from the situations that I'd been in you know because within every relationship I'm sure there's good points and there's bad points and that the so-called bad points that we may focus on as well is to to look at where's the beauty of of what happens there because that also teaches us things that we might need to work on within ourselves things that we might need to know that we're no longer going to tolerate and that was a a deep learning curve for me over the years when I've been looking at you know what kind of relationships do I want what am I bringing as they say to the table what am I offering to myself first and foremost am I fulfilling my own needs my own um happiness and then mm-hmm. to do that am I going to be someone do I know what I, I I desire from somebody else and can I give them what they need as well you know mm-hmm. so it's so important right it's making sure that you are whole all by yourself mm. 
you know, your whole yeah. first. You don't need anyone. If you want a relationship, that's wonderful. But you don't want to enter a relationship to fill some kind of void that you have within yourself. You've got to make sure you can give yourself everything that you need and be fulfilled first. And then you can kind of, you know, get out there and, you know, try to find the right partner for you. But when you do it that way, you you don't feel desperate or you don't feel the pressure, you know, or you don't feel so stressed or overwhelmed about it because you know that even if it doesn't work out, it's fine. You're fine and you're whole and you're happy and you don't need, need it to work out. This is so true. I mean, is there a particular um, age range that you're seeing that's at the moment going through divorce for women during yeah, this corona um, season? A lot of my clients are, I would say, between the ages of about 34 to 45, um, and that's a very common age for a, di a divorce, um, is, is between the ages of that. And so, you know, many of them have kids, and, um, you know, it's just it's just so important to kind of help them through that whole transition, you know, making sure, like you said, there's no emotional um, you know, ties to an ex, you know, healing that and, and being able to look at the situation and, and try to find the positives and find the lessons, um, you know, really learning about yourself and your core values and understanding that part of yourself and building your self-confidence um, and your self-esteem, yeah. you know, because a lot of times you get out of, of a divorce and, you know, you don't feel good. I mean, you, you feel, you know, d divorce is still, I think we're getting better, but sometimes society looks at it like, you failed, right? Like if you, you, mm. um, you know, you didn't succeed or something's wrong with you or you're not lovable or why, why didn't you make it work or, um, you know, but really there's so many reasons why people aren't compatible and, you know, that, that a divorce is the best thing that they could do for themselves and for their kids. And so being able to accept that and not make yourself feel bad about it, you know, that a divorce is okay. And, and building self-confidence, especially, you know, and as you know, I mean, the dating world, you know, it's not easy. And that alone can really take a toll on your self-esteem if you let it. So you've got to just make sure that you are solid first, you know, before you, um, you know, transition from that divorce into the dating world. You want to get yourself to a place where you're nice and steady. Well, what I wanted to talk about as well is because you touched on many of them have children. I mean, how do, you, how do you advise in terms of them balancing the dating world with being a mom, you know, maybe having been a mompreneur, maybe, you know, having that career? How do they juggle going back into the dating world and, you know, managing the, all those dynamics there? Yeah, and, and you know, it's not always easy, and I don't think that there's just a, a formula for it because everybody's scenario is so different. You know, some people have their kids yeah. all the time. Some people are sharing their kids still, you know, co-parenting half and half. Um, so it really depends. But the most important part, as, as anything else in life, is to just do your best at finding the balance, right? Like no matter how many things you have on your plate, making sure that you're still setting time aside for yourself. You're still you know, making yourself a priority and making your self-care a priority. And, um, you know, dating is, you know, can be looked at the same as just having some social outing, like, you know, the same as like going out for a girl's night or meeting some family for dinner or whatever. Cause that's all, you know, you're, you're just setting some time aside for yourself to go do something that, um, you know, makes you happier that you're interested in. 
Yeah, I think I think that's so important. And um, I've got a big thing about self care because I feel that both um, mums and dads, especially women, um, can also feel the dual burden of you know trying to be the mom, be the everything to the children, especially if they if they've got majority of the if they've got the children the majority of the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when do they look after themselves, their well being? Right. Um, you know, and I, I this touched on to a podcast I spoke about. I was on earlier this week, and she said um, one thing she learned during COVID, and she's just going through a divorce now, is she was everything to her children, and it was a shock to her daughter for her to even go to the gym and have some time out. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I feel that you know it, it was a shock to a system for her daughter to be like, "What? You're you're going where?" You're going for a meal right. with your friends. Like, what? This is this is unheard right. of because I'm the whole world, and I feel that when the go when people are going through a divorce, they also are finding themselves again. Mm-hmm. And depending on your relationship with your children, depending on how old they are, this can be um, quite sensitive for everyone in in the household. Right. right, and you've got to just kind of take it as it goes. You know, you gotta you, you figure it out as you go, and you learn as you go. Um, but, you know, the best thing that you could do for your kids is showing them that making yourself a priority is important. It's important mm-hmm. for me to be happy and to teach my daughter that it's important to make yourself happy. You know, I want her to grow up seeing me making myself a priority. Uh, and, my, you know, my daughter will always be a priority for me. But, you know, you've heard the expression, you've got to, you know, put on your own oxygen mask before you try to save anybody else. You know, when the plane's going down, you got to put on your own mask first. And, you know, that it really is true. It really is. And um, I think that's something that a lot of uh, parents need to take, uh, would take notes of really to really look after themselves. Because when you are so when you're, I guess, pouring so much out and not putting anything else back in, it becomes draining. It beca- you become worn, and mm-hmm. some people get completely lost in um, in life that they don't even know who they are anymore. And it's that's right. when the self esteem really just plummet. You know, I can imagine that must take a hit for some people. It really must take a toll on them. Mm-hmm. Right, all that you know, self sacrifice. It is, and um, and again, you know, you are you're teaching your kids, you know, they, they learn from you. And so, you know, think about how, when, when they grow up, what do you want them to do? Do you want them to constantly sacrifice their own happiness and their own desires and their own fulfillment? No, you want to make sure that they're fulfilled too. And so, you know, it starts with us. Yeah. So with this, how, how long have you been uh, doing the one-to-one coaching and what does it kind of look like for women um, who are, if you wanted to work with you in terms of a program, so there's just some a better understanding of what it looks like to, to work with you, Leah. Yeah, so um, it's been about six months now that I that I launched my coaching business, um, and really I only have one program. It's an it's an eight week program um, that really focuses on you know helping women you know find love after divorce. So taking them through that whole process of making sure that they're healed first, um, helping them understand who they are and their core values so that they know what they're looking for and they know their worth, building self-confidence, building self-esteem, all of that. 
Um, and so if anybody, uh, if this resonates with anybody and they are interested in learning more about it, you can always book a call with me. It's um, a totally free consultation. You can get on the phone. We can chat for about 20 minutes um, just so I can, you know, make sure it's a good fit and figure out where you are now on your divorce journey and kind of what your vision is and, um, you know, what's keeping you from being able to, to get there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we kind of go from there. Yeah, that's that sounds really nice because they get a chance to uh, to really explore and discover, I guess, uh, parts of the themselves that they didn't probably realise were there or the pain points that are there with you and kind of work through a program. Is each program bespoke or is it just um, or is it just a set kind of program that you have? Um, it's it's just a kind of a set program that I have. It's all it's it's eight weeks and we would meet, you know, weekly for one hour sessions. Um, but I also give my clients access to me between sessions for additional support. Um, you know, I once they're in the program with me, I'm I'm really with them throughout the whole process. I don't want them to think I'm only there to talk to them for, you know, an hour once a week. Um, so we really go through it together so that I can help them through any kind of things that might surface, uh, you know, between our, our weekly sessions as well. Okay, yeah, I think that's nice as well because, yeah, sometimes um, I know when I was doing my own therapy that I'd have niggles in the week and I'd be like, what, what, you know, what's going on? And it was nice to have that clarity, like even if it was just for 10, 15 minutes, just to, ah, oh, yeah, that's what's going on. And I, right. I could just carry on. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, so that that was important for me on my journey, definitely. Um, and I feel that this is such a beautiful thing, an important thing for women who are going through divorce because when I look at the level of support, it's nice to have your own network. However, everybody's going through something in life, you know, and I, I can imagine that sometimes if people were like how I used to be, I rarely used to reach out for help. I'm proactive in terms of, going to do a self-development course and all the rest of it however if you're not the kind of person that's always going to speak to your dearest friends or you know family or all the rest of it and you just want to have someone else to kind of who's professional that understands what they're talking about what they're doing that insight it's it's um it's such a great investment for yourself you know and I feel that's one thing that I always say to my own clients is it's really not about looking at something as an expense. It's looking at something as an investment into your future and to your own self-discovery and for you to blossom into a more whole, happier version of yourself. And when you are through something like a divorce, it is so important, again, to, you know, to be looking at how you can reinvest in yourself because now you're about to become a whole different person you know mm-hmm. and yeah. what I found and I, I speak to clients and I'm speak, talking about this so many people want to go back to oh, I was this amazing person before I was in this relationship or before this happened or before that happened and the truth is you know if you get stuck into that kind of mentality you're already fixating your mind in the past so you're not even giving yourself the opportunity to move forward mm-hmm. and I feel that it's about creating someone new creating and t- taking parts of the past and learning from it enjoying the fact that you're about to discover a whole new version of yourself 
and right. that is always worth the investment because at the end of the day you are going to lay down in bed and regardless if you have a partner or a, da a daughter or a son or a dog or whatever cat that's next to you only you are going to have to deal with those thoughts and emotions nobody else mm -hmm. you know 100 percent. Mm. yeah it's absolutely an investment in yourself um yeah, I'm very well said. I mean, I completely agree with you. And, and you know, and finding someone to help you through who, who really understands. I mean, I, because I, it took me so long to figure out that I needed to do that work. I, you know, wound up with two divorces instead of one, you know, you, right. you know, it's, um, it's worth it. You know, it's worth just taking the time for yourself, investing in yourself, really getting your place to, or getting yourself to a place that you're whole and happy. Um, and then you're just, you know, setting yourself up for success. Yeah, I, I agree because it's that reconnection of yourself and, you know, I, I get excited about learning things about myself, you know, I get excited Ooh, about yeah. discovering something new or having a new experience. I'm like, whoa, really? Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't even, you know, I didn't even realize I was capable of that or, oh my gosh, I, I need to do this or, wow, imagine if I do that. And even when I'm scared, I still do it because it's just like, oh, I like... You know, the thing is, I love to, I'm a good, I love a good story as well. Mm. I love a good story, mm. me. So I'm just like, well, before it even happened, I'm telling you before, while it was going on and afterwards. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, if you want those great memories and great stories, you've got to put yourself out there to right. be able to, um, what's it, what's that saying? Each one, teach one. So you've gone through it and you can teach someone else and you've been through it twice. So yeah. you can teach one about, what that looks like and that level of pain that someone has to come through because losing your parents um so young again that is a whole different ball game and a different way your entire subconscious mind and belief system is going to be rewired and work and um right. Again, I was on another podcast this week. Bloody out! I've been podcasting hardcore. <laughs> and, uh, this is the uh, this one's called the Dead Parent, the Dead Parent Podcast or the Dead Parent Club pod wow. podcast. It's it's exactly what it says on the tin. I was like, wow. Um, and I said to her, um, she was like, come on the podcast, and I did one about spiritual healing and uh, mm -hmm. you know understanding a sense of loss and grief. And uh, she really explained to me when I spoke to her because the lady that hosts it, Catherine, is uh, she lost her mother. And she's just like, I, it's, a, it's a hole that some people really struggle to, to fill. And I, yeah. I, I, I was going through that whole podcast. It's, it was great, actually, to speak to her about that. And um, I can just imagine if you are, like you said, if you have got that level of loss in your life, um just like you said with women who do not know how to be alone why they should do your program having nobody there having that level of loss that emptiness you know there's there has to be work that has to be done there they're always yeah. and sometimes you're never going to be able to fill that even with you know family or whatever the case may be it's really understanding then truly how to navigate through those emotions and that feeling and that sense of hollowness that that can be there and uh, I really and commend you terms, yeah yeah really commend you in terms of uh coaching these women through their divorce because and after the season before and after I feel like even while they're, they're during the divorce you know mm -hmm. it's so important to have 
invest in themselves and have someone like you to to guide them through that thank you yeah and you know women i mean you know this women are powerful we are goddess warriors i mean it, sometimes it just takes some guidance and support for you to face your fear and, and try something that you maybe wouldn't have tried and you'll surprise yourself i mean we're, we're capable of doing so many amazing things um you know sometimes it's just about getting your mindset right so that you can go for it and that alone you know being able to to see all the things that you can accomplish you know build your self-esteem and it really can change your whole life yeah i i agree um, I agree self-confidence is paramount to being able to to do whatever it is that you want to do in this life and rebuilding your self-esteem because and that takes practice that takes daily work um, to really get to a place where you are happy content comfortable and standing in your own power and yes women can do absolutely anything um they want to put their mind to and it's even better when you've got other women that are standing there empowering you and are with you along the way you know yeah 100 percent. and that work never stops I mean like you said it you know it's a it's a practice I don't think you ever get to a place where you wake up in the morning and think okay I'm done now you know I've reached my peak. <laughs> you know no I mean every single day you know you you've got to continue to to invest in yourself and, and do the work so that you can stay, um, you know, on that path to your, your, your evolution, you know, your, the, the most fulfilled that you can be in your best and most powerful self. Yeah, I, to I totally agree. Um, and uh, the more you practice everything, the more you're going to rewire your subconscious mind, the more you're going to rewire your your, I guess your spiritual alignment because for me it's very much an energy as well um, that you're carrying a frequency that you're emitting and we all can resonate I guess that moment where you feel angry or you might feel low or you might feel bitterness or jealousy or envy or resentment and it doesn't feel like it's coming from a good place and to be able to create something new from those emotions is the most empowering thing that you can do for yourself you know to Absolutely. suddenly move that into positivity is just you know commendable yes that it, it takes work and you know what do they say it takes a village to raise a child and I feel like there's um that inner child work that has to happen especially when you're going through a divorce and grief to kind of nurture the little mm. girl inside to say yeah she needs to be looked after just as much as the adult version of me and to be coached and to be guided and to be like yeah it's okay and we're going to move through this in a in a in a way that might I might be shedding lots of tears but tears of sadness will soon turn into tears of joy yes. right right absolutely yeah. well said yeah yeah um so, Leah, I was going to do a quick fire round of you, and uh, okay. I love doing this. Okay. Find out what's going on. <laughs> uh, what's the first thing you do in the morning? Uh, besides, go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, honestly, meditation. I really worked that into my morning routine. So I'll, I'll set uh, a timer and usually do a twenty-minute meditation in the morning before I start work. Okay. What time do you usually go? six o'clock okay uh what's your favorite food food 
Oh, pasta. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> what's your fondest memory? Shopping with my mom. Ah, um, that's that's really beautiful. Um, I'm just thinking off the cuff. What is, in fact, what's your favorite song of the moment? My favorite song of the moment is that song. I um, it's by Megan Trainer. I love me. You ever heard that song? <laughs> huh? You probably love it if you have it. Yeah, I could send you the link. Um, it's uh, yeah, I love me. I love me. It's a great song. Uh, okay, well, I'm gonna have to. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to message you and get the link <laughs> of you for your quick YouTube. Um, what is your favorite book? I don't have a favorite book because I don't read enough to have a favorite book, honestly. Um, I'm more of a, uh, you know, like a podcast or article article reader. Um, so, yeah, that's a tough one. I, I, can't, uh, I can't answer that one. That's fine. If you had to live on a desert island, what three things would you bring with you? My my daughter, my boyfriend, and a bottle of uh, Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, don't crap me up. And um, what was I gonna? <laughs> and um, if some, if you were, if you had a choice between, let me think. If you had a choice between. Living in America right now, in this era, or the choice of going to any era in time, when, when, where would you go to? Mm. Would you stay here? Would you go somewhere else? I would. I would stay here. Uh, I would. Is there a particular reason why? I feel like I am in such a good place. I feel like there's a lot of... Um, generational things uh, that I am breaking in my lifetime and I'm I'm proud of my achievements I think I'm I'm doing my ancestors um proud <laughs> oh that's nice I love that I love that saying I love that um and on that note I think I'm gonna wrap it up there okay. <laughs> <laughs> well what else could I ask of top of my head perfect um, thank you so much, Leah. Um, I'll make sure that your links are in the bio so people know exactly where to, to find you. What, what's your Instagram handle at the moment? It's mindfully ready. Mindfully ready. Okay, that's mm -hmm. perfect. So at least they know they can find you on Instagram. And um, if you have it like a website or any other links, I'll make sure I pop those in the comments so everybody can find you and connect with you and have a chit chat and see what's going on thank you thanks so much for having me and um you know i always love your energy dana i think you're you're such a beautiful soul and i'm so so glad that you're out there you know doing the work you're doing too we need we need more women like us helping all the other women out there ah oh, yes thank you so much and likewise definitely i feel it's um it's so important for us to um to empower each other and just to just to be there for each other it's nice and thank god for technology because if it wasn't technology we'd never meet you know really <laughs> true you're the way in new york so right that's, that's technology, you know so <laughs> i just want to remind people you really are not alone um 
there is a way always to connect and just don't be afraid just reach out you know yes absolutely absolutely okay well thank you so much for coming on it's blossoming season (laughs) yeah girl (laughs) okay see you later Take Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of It's Blossoming Season. You can find me at The Dana Show on Instagram or www.danataylors.com or you can find me under Dana Taylor at LinkedIn. If you'd like to book yourself a coaching session with me or one of my beautiful courses, feel free to find me on any of those platforms. Lots of love and keep blossoming and blooming into the wonderful people that you are. Mwah!